and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. I'm your host, Grace, Rachel, and Sophia, and today we'll be doing our version of an advice column where we answer questions submitted by anonymous people and give our advice on them. So, someone first asked, My girlfriend feels unhappy with my body and wants me to go to the gym more so that I look better. I don't feel like I have the time or desire to go, but she believes physical attraction is an important part of a relationship, and so my lack of effort makes her feel less valued. What should I do? So who wants to weigh in? Um, I personally think this is like a sort of conflict in what you value in a relationship. I think that if like your girlfriend believes physical attraction is really important and like she doesn't believe that you are physically attractive there's like some sort of disconnect because I think that like she values physical attraction whereas you on the other hand you sort of like value your time doing other things more than like going to the gym I think this is like something sort of serious like you should sit down with your girlfriend like sort of like talk to her is this something that like she can let go about you or like is there some sort of compromise you can reach because like I also feel like physical attraction yes it is important but your views on like the Um, how important physical attraction is should sort of align with your partner or at least you guys should both believe that like that the other person is physically attractive yeah I agree um honestly I think it's the fact that something like going to the gym and bettering yourself and your physical health and your body is something that you really have to do on your own it's like as much as someone tells you to do it you really have to decide that on your own so if you don't want to do it then I don't think you can even force yourself and um just like Grace said if your girlfriend is not physically attracted to you then there's already a problem there um I know that you wanted to hear a male perspective but um thinking of from kind of as if I was a male I would say that um, it's honestly just your choice on what you decide to do if you want to go to the gym to better yourself to make her feel more physically attractive than you can but if you want to maybe work on the emotional connection more then um, maybe communicate that with her and kind of let her know that you not wanting to go to the gym is not because you don't want her to um, be physically attracted and you don't want to fulfill her needs in the relationship it's more of you wanting to um, meet your own needs as a person and not kind of overstep that because of a relationship so I agree I think you should sit down it's a serious kind of conversation um, and it also depends how long you guys have been together if it's a new relationship then it could be that the physical attraction is kind of what's holding it together at this point because emotional attraction might not be as strong um, but yeah just talk about it with her and just see how she feels um, instead of maybe it being this kind of like petty argument or just disagreement that you guys have you guys can just talk it out and have Um, agreement with it maybe you guys can go to the gym together I don't know (laughs) I definitely think that it should be a decision on your own Um, ultimately it's something that that is affecting you and your decision needs to be because you want to do it and because you want to better yourself and maybe get more buff or something Um, (laughs) but I think you should also take into account like are you doing it just for your girlfriend are you doing it just because she wants you to do it I definitely agree with y'all um on the sense that you should probably talk with her about that and I think it's also important like what Sophia said before because I know you wrote that like your um your lack of effort makes her feel less valued but I don't think it's a matter I think you should make it clear to her that it's not a matter of you valuing her less because I feel like you can show that you value her in other ways um, like not necessarily like not being able to fulfill that one condition does not mean that you don't value her in other ways and I think that 
it's important especially like to actually have a conversation about it instead of like bringing it up like sort of slightly as a joke because I feel like I do that a lot because it's sometimes hard to have like serious conversations because like if you're if if like if my partner were to like feel that I were physically unattractive that would like sort of like really make me feel bad and I would I like <laughs> yeah and like I would really want to address it and like um have a talk about it because like if you let it drag on then for me at least it would just like slowly eat away at me and like I think um a lot of times it's easy to hold grudges so like maybe if your girlfriend feels like oh he's like maybe if your girlfriend is just reminded that like oh he doesn't care about me because he doesn't do this like I think you have to like sort of refute that and be like no that's not true so to move on kind of straying from this relationship type of advice um we have another question um kind of about academics which at this school it's very important i know um do you think it is good to take classes that could be pretty hard but look good on transcripts and is something an individual is interested in too or is it better to stick to the safer options and not risk the gpa and grade that one already has this is a really interesting topic to me because I've kind of gone through high school not really stressed about taking a whole bunch of APs. I think my entire high school career, I've taken three. Um, and I think, fre- so freshman year, I took AP Gov, and that was probably the biggest mistake of my life. I absolutely did not like that class. So it really got, it was really an eye-opening experience that if I don't like the subject that I'm taking the AP in, I'm probably not going to want to like put in the effort and put in like a lot of study hours into that. So that that made me more inclined to take like APs I'm interested in, like AP Lang and AP Lit and like I love those classes. I love English. So I think a lot of col- I think I like to think that a lot of colleges look at you holistically and you should more so focus on doing what you want in life and like not really too focused on what colleges want I mean obviously focus on your grades get good grades and stuff but also do the extracurriculars you're interested do do the classes that you're interested high school is about like learning about what you're interested in and like if I hadn't taken messenger my freshman year I wouldn't have known that like I love journalism it was kind of just a shot in the dark for me so there's there's going to be a healthy balance between taking like college taking courses for colleges but there's also you also need to focus on am I going to enjoy this class am I going to want to put in the effort to like actually study for it yeah I think the bottom line is you should do something you're interested in and here you said that like the difficult class is something that you are interested in so I would say I think you should take the difficult class not because it looks good on college transcripts but because you're interested in it I think your motivation at least in this case should be your interests um it is hard to balance like between like taking a difficult class or like getting a better grade but I think um in terms of Northview it honestly depends a lot on which class it is because there's like a lot of AP classes may not be as hard as different AP classes, but um, I think that in the in the end, I, f- I feel like I'm more of an advocate for taking a harder class because I think that your teacher or like through like online materials, you can find like the resources to study and learn something more, especially if it's um, a topic you're interested in, then you'll I feel like you'll be more motivated to study. 
I agree with both Rachel and Grace. I know that Northview is a very, very heavy AP honors kind of school, so there's always this kind of unspoken pressure to be in those classes where everyone else is in and taking those hard classes. But um, I know for me personally, the experience that I've had with this is not so much if I'm interested in it, but more so knowing my own um, knowing my own limits and knowing my own boundaries. Um, if I wanted to take a class that I was interested in, but I know that I wouldn't be performing well in it just because I'm not good at that subject or just because um, I'm just not interested in it as much as I think I am then I don't take it and honestly it's also about the hard AP classes you have to kind of think about it in a different kind of way because sometimes people say it's really hard sometimes people say it's really easy it's kind of subjective I would say um, like for me AP Spanish seems like a hard class but it's honestly one of the best and easiest classes that I've taken in my high school career it's extremely fun and it's a really good experience and I really enjoy the subject and that's something that um, I was really debating on taking last year because I was like I don't know if I want to continue doing Spanish because I'm not the best at it um, but I kind of still want to expand my knowledge and career on it and I'm glad I took that choice but um, with like AP Calculus BC I couldn't take that class just because I knew I couldn't I my limit was AB honestly and um, even though everyone around me was taking BC it's kind of just knowing that you're on your own path and like Rachel said colleges do look, look at you holistically um, they look at like what you're doing in class and like as long as you're not um, taking classes that you know you can do better where you're just like kind of dumbing yourself down and um, trying to make life easier besides like just challenging yourself in a way that is healthy um, and possible I think you should do um, but yeah I think that um, AP classes in general it's kind of um, just like the word AP is very kind of like a trophy word so just think about it, um, research, that's what I, I did a lot. I did a lot of research on my AP class before I took them. Ask your friends because like at North U, a lot of these classes are different. They can be easier or harder than other schools. Um, so honestly, just think about it and um, just know your own limits. I think another important aspect to note is that it doesn't come down to just one class. You have to balance your whole schedule for a year. So what I did is like, even though I took a lot of difficult APs, I would take like, a few other like one or two other courses that were like more chill like for example I took like work-based learning and then like a few APs one year so like work-based learning you can usually like leave school early and I just had to work like on the weekends and so it was even though I was I was taking like difficult AP courses I could still handle it because I had taken like um, less difficult other classes. Um, and on to our last um, question for this episode. Um, this is from an anonymous person. I've been doing well with science and I've been in honors slash advanced courses for it since elementary, elementary school all the way until now. I'm good at science and I'm really confident in it. I've made my whole career for it, planned everything out and everything to be a biochemist. But recently I've been looking back at it and I don't feel like I want to do it anymore. But I don't know what other career I want to do besides that. And it feels like I'm running out of time to decide on what I want to do and how to achieve it. So um, I just kind of want to answer this one just like right off the bat because this is something that I really resonate with on my own and um, I feel like um, it's something that isn't really talked about in um, high school like from parents to their kids um, as often as I think it should be. Um, so for me, I personally struggle with this a lot because my whole life, um, I want to say I did well with science and math, but I was expected to do well with science and math and my parents expected me to be a doctor or a dentist or anything of that sort. Um, and I honestly never really knew what I wanted to do with my career um, until genuinely um, last summer. So I'm a senior now. Last summer was when I kind of finally decided what I wanted to do um, as a career. 
Um, and even now I'm not like completely sure, but um, it's just about knowing that you have that strength in science. Just because you are good at science doesn't mean that you have to limit yourself to just being a biochemist or just being a scientist working in that field. Science is good for a lot of things. Like you can be good at science and you can be a doctor. You can be good at science and you can be um, a computer scientist, I guess, or an engineer, anything like that. You just have to kind of um, see what your options are and um, just explore because you know that you're good at science, but now that you feel like you don't want to do it, explore what else there is. For me, um, when I started exploring, like Rachel, she joined the Messenger freshman year, I joined it sophomore year, and that's when I decide, found my love for journalism, and now I'm deciding to pursue that as a career. So it's just about finding like things that you want to enjoy outside of just a subject, because I find that just relying on a subject for um, a career in happiness doesn't really make you kind of a um, 3D-ish kind of person. You kind of have to learn about yourself. Um, and see about things that you enjoy and the passions and hobbies that you like and see how you can incorporate that into a career so you aren't stuck living a life that you don't want to live. Um, and like I said, it's never too late. You're not running out of time. Even in college, people still don't know what they want to do when they switch their majors. But for now, what I would say is to just find something that you genuinely enjoy that's not science and see if you can incorporate that into a career, possibly with science, without science, and just seeing how you can pursue that and just live a happy life. I, R reading this and hearing your question like kind of really, also really resonates with me, just like Sophia said. Um, I have, I would like to think I've basically known I want to be a journalist since like, uh, like middle school. Y'all remember the howling times? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I was in it six seven or as early as as early as I could be. And I've I've just really stuck with it. I was like, oh wow, this is awesome. Like I love this. But what I found was when I came to high school, I wanted to like try theater. I was like, I don't have it in my schedule like I don't have room in my schedule because my only like free elective was filled with journalism because I was taking Spanish at the time but I I took that opportunity for like after school stuff to um or after school opportunities to really explore um tech tech theater like technical theater and like doing lights and sound for different shows so if you're getting really like bored like if you know you're good at science or you're you don't really want to be a biochemist see if there's any like science extracurriculars I'm personally not really familiar with any because I'm kind of on the opposite end of you I don't I don't like science like at all um but if you can find like some kind of science extracurricular that like could maybe I don't, I don't, I don't know, like just something extracurricular science-based. Yeah, so I would say that like you're not alone. I think a lot of people like sort of find out their passions kind of late, like similar, like I also had a similar experience to Sophia. Like I thought I wanted to do psychology for most of my high school career, but then like this past summer I was like, oh, maybe I want to do business. So like you're not alone. Like a lot of people haven't figured out exactly what they want to do yet. I would say that like, if you feel like you don't want to be a biochemist anymore, I think that you should narrow down why you don't want to be a biochemist. Um, sort of like see if see how other people like go through that career and like see if you want to um, sort of like um, like put away that career in your mind. And like for exploring other options, um, I would agree like with extracurriculars and everything. 
but um also maybe like something small that you already do is something that you would like like for example i was interested in psychology but like throughout my high school i had been playing esports like for fun right but then it sort of became something that i wanted to do more than for fun that i wanted to turn into a career so something that like you already find yourself a little interested in and see how you can like mold that into a career um and like you're not running out of time don't worry about it like mostly in university a lot of universities you don't have to choose your major until like two years in even so there's people who like get a major do something completely different they can still be successful like don't let a sort of like john's creek or northview like super academic mindset um sort of pressure you to know what you want to do there's also like i definitely think there's a john's creek pressure to know what you want to do and like have your whole life planned out and who knows maybe your biochemist like dreams maybe <laughs> you you just screwed me up. No, you're fine. Here, I'll just I'll, I'll just restart. Um, there's definitely a Johns Creek like pressure to like have your whole like life figured out and mapped out and all that stuff. But don't be afraid. I think I saw a statistic somewhere that like nearly every college student changes their major at least once, and it's fine. It's it's all about where you end up after college and like whether or not you're happy with that career. Mm-hmm. And I know it's kind of like why well, listen to these three high school students about um, <laughs> advice, but it's honestly, I think it's better getting advice from people who are like you and who surround you because we learn in the same environment that you did. And um, we really hope that all of our advice this episode has been able to help you in some type of way, um, even if it's just a little bit. Um, we hope that it's given you some insight and people who didn't submit questions but still found some inspiration from our um, answers in this episode. Um, feel free to also take that advice. So this concludes this episode of Advice Column. Thank you so much for listening. For a transcript of this episode, head to the Point of View tab on our website, nhsmessenger.org, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at NHS Point of View for updates and new episodes. I'm your host, Sophia, Grace, and Rachel. And this has been Point of View. Point of View.